you're listening to the Mental Detox Podcast, and I am your host, Leslie Flores. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm so excited to share this episode with you because it's it's definitely close to my heart. Um, this is one of the topics that I think we don't talk about enough, especially in the Christian community and you know, in our Bible studies, in our services, we don't talk about it as something that is natural, something that is necessary to discuss in public, but instead we shame it. And that is doubt, not self-doubt, not doubting ourselves, but doubt in general, especially when we doubt, you know, God, when we doubt our safety, when we doubt our provision, when we doubt the future. And this is one of the things that we very, very briefly discuss in our Christian communities, in our study groups. One of the statements I've often heard about doubt, and this is like, you know, from the pulpit, from people like preachers talking about faith, and then they talk about doubt. We shame it. People shame doubt. People talk about doubt like it's a lethal enemy. And I understand why they do it. I understand why they talk about it as like being so extreme and and, and very, very dangerous. And I, yes, I agree to a certain extent, but Let's talk about it in with a mental health perspective, okay? Let's talk about it being realistic about how our brain responds with doubt and what we can do to actually fight back, okay? To fight doubt back. And first, let's just acknowledge it. Our life is surrounded by circumstances that make us doubt. They either make you doubt God's goodness, they make you doubt God's provision, they make you doubt that you're able to manage any circumstance, whatever it is that it's making you doubt, okay? But our life is surrounded by circumstances that make us doubt. One of the most recent ones that I found myself having when I got my COVID vaccine, one of the doubts, one of the thoughts that kept creeping back into my mind was, well, what if I what if I develop these adverse reactions people are talking about? You know, there's a, a, one, another theory that's saying, well, it's going to make you um, not be able to have kids. And that doubt came back into, what if this is going to make me not be able to have kids? And all of these doubts, okay? <laughs> when I got my vaccine, it took a lot of self-managing my mind because I, I needed to be very present and aware of what I was doing without letting my fears interfere my decision-making. So those were some of the doubts that kept coming up for me. Now, doubt is just a group of thoughts. That's all it is. Doubt is a process that happens internally, it happens in your brain, and it's just a group of thoughts put together. That's it. Doubt is a storyline created by your thoughts. That's it. That's it. That's all there is to doubt. It is linked 
to anxiety, of course, because if we have learned something throughout this podcast is that our thoughts make you feel things and your feelings make you react a specific way. So yes, doubt leads to anxiety. And if we are trapped in that vicious cycle of anxiety, we're going to have a, 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 a thought that you know, is doubt and and it's going to make you feel anxious and you're going to respond, you're going to react in a way that shows that you are doubting, that you are anxious. So yes, we don't, we don't want to fall into that trap, but that is all doubt is. Just a group of thoughts, just a storyline happening internally, created by your brain based on the things that you are going through, based on the circumstance that you are in at the moment. And there is so much stigma in the Christian community, like, oh my gosh. And this is one of the one of the reasons why I was motivated to create the podcast was this very topic. Because I have been through seasons in my life when doubt was the only thing that was ongoing in my mind. I could not see past my doubt. I could not find my faith. I could not see how God was actually intending to do good in my life because doubt was clouding me to the point of actually me feeling a little depressed. And it was worse because when I saw how many doubts I had, it made me feel even worse because if I was doubting God, if I was doubting all of these good things, then that meant I was not a good enough Christian. And if I was not a good enough Christian, then why even pray? Why even read the Bible? Why even try? Why was I trying? Why? There was no point because I knew that I wasn't Christian enough because I was having doubts. So doubt is not the actual enemy. The enemy is how we are responding to when doubt shows up. And we respond to doubt in a negative way because we have picked up all this stigma from our leaders, from you know our congregations that if you're doubting, you must not be praying enough. And if you're doubting, well, there you go. That's what you get for not reading the Bible enough. And that is so not true, you guys. That is so not true. And it it hurts my heart to think that there's people out there, that you out there who are listening to the podcast might be feeling that way. That if you are doubting, then you don't have any room to come to God's throne and just lay down your doubts. So that is my intention, okay? I don't want to either, like, my intention is not to normalize doubt enough to where we're like, okay, well, it's okay if I don't have faith. Like, no, guys. The reason why we're able to have faith, it's first because we were once doubting, okay? You don't have faith without first having doubt, yeah, that's how it goes. Internally, in our brain, like mentally, that's how it happens. We choose faith when we see that there is room for doubt. So here goes. Doubt is not 
the lethal enemy. Doubt is actually not the main problem. The main problem is how we respond to doubt. And let's understand Doubt is a natural, it's so, so, so natural. It's a natural process in your brain. That's how we respond, okay? It's natural. It's a process your brain uses to find alternatives, to find to, to brainstorm solutions. It is made to protect you because if you, in advance, if you're thinking in advance how all of these things are not going to work out, guess what? Your brain is already coming up with all of these alternative solutions so that if the problem does come to happen, you are prepared. You have the resources. So doubt, doubt is not as evil as we painted. Doubt shows up because your brain has to do a job. Your brain has to come up with alternative solutions to prepare in case that one thing comes to happen. So all those what ifs are just, it it just means your brain is problem solving. Okay. That's what doubt is. So when it shows up, you know that your brain is responding biologically. That's what it's supposed to do. Your doubts do not mean you don't have faith. Your doubts don't make you a worse Christian, your doubts do not reflect that you don't have a relationship with God. Okay? Yeah, sometimes they do, but that's not the function of doubt. So when it shows up, it's actually part of your biological process and it is also part of our process of faith. Through doubts is how we come to develop our faith. It's part of our process. And when it shows up, it actually shows up to point us to our faith. It shows up and it it's like this bright light shining over your faith. Like doubt shows up and it leads you to look to where your faith is. So you can actually use the doubts that come in all those doubts that are generated by all the circumstances in your life, you can use those doubts to actually feed your faith. Because when you feed your faith, you're actually reinforcing that those doubts are just that. They're simple, simple thoughts happening, you know, a storyline that's being created internally. But you can feed your faith as you listen to your doubts. Picture this. When you are starving, okay, you're so hungry. Oh my gosh, like some days I don't have any breakfast or anything at all in the mornings and I don't get to eat my lunch until about noon. And by noon, I am starving, you guys. I am so hungry, like I could eat a cow. And When you feel that way, when you're so hungry, oh my gosh, you just want to put whatever kind of food it is into your mouth. What do you do? Seriously, that's like a serious question. What do you do? Do you actually go make yourself some food or do you get some food and eat it? Or do you beat yourself up for feeling hungry? It's a serious question. Like seriously, think about it. Do you beat up yourself for feeling hungry? 
or you actually go to where you know that there is some food that you can feed yourself. Because that's exactly how doubt works. It shows up because it's a biological reaction and it shows up to alert you that there's something off that needs your attention. So when doubt shows up, you turn around and you feed your faith. However that looks for you. By praying, by reading the Bible, by reading some promises, by reaching out to someone to reaffirm you in your beliefs. However that works for you. But doubt is not the problem. The problem is that we believe that doubt is the problem. And when it shows up, and we think that doubt is the problem, then we step back even farther and we keep taking steps backwards and backward and backward until we are so far away that we just, we don't even want to try coming closer to God because we believe that when doubt showed up, then it was a sign that I was not a good enough Christian. We have to respond to our doubt with God's word with the promises that we know are in his word for us, to sustain us, to grow our faith. That's how we feed our faith when doubt shows up. And we are in a crazy society, and I'm kind of tired of saying that because I feel it feels like All throughout 2020, we kept saying, you know, it's been a hard year. Oh my gosh, it's 2020. Look at everything that's happening. And I'm a little tired of saying that because it almost sounds like it's the new norm, right? To to be living under all of these very serious circumstances. And the reality is that that might not change. It might not get better. I don't know. I'm hopeful that it will. It might not. That doesn't change that if it does get better, that doubt isn't going to show up. Doubt is always going to show up. Doubt is part of your process of faith. It's part of it because it shows up and it alerts you and then it helps you turn around to feed your faith. So despite all of those doubts that you've been carrying with you, Please listen to them. Listen because they have information for you, information that you need to be feeding your faith in that area. So whatever whatever it is that you're going through, okay, if you're doubting God, if you're if you have any kind of doubts, my dear friend, you are human. Okay? And Jesus went through it. He lived it. He knows how you're feeling, and guess what? He doesn't condemn you for it, but he does invite you to turn to him to feed your faith through those doubts. You must choose to persevere in faith by managing your thoughts. That's how we respond. That's the difference. Then now we know that when doubt shows up, and I know that doubt is a group of thoughts, my own thoughts, you know, this storyline created in my mind, that I can learn, that I know how to manage those thoughts, that I can either 
separate from those thoughts that I can do things that help me not believe everything that I think and that I can manage my mind so that those doubts get smaller and smaller and smaller and eventually they hold no more power over me. So you have to choose. You have to choose to persevere in faith by managing those thoughts. When doubt shows up, how does your faith respond? That's the question. So please reflect on this because as we continue to live life, doubt is going to keep coming up. But you are not at the mercy of your doubts anymore. Because you now have tools that can help you manage your mind so that you can feed your faith and you can start decreasing those doubts. So let me leave you with this last thing. When in doubt, choose your faith. Now, I know you've been listening. I know you're probably about to just close the app, you know, please. If you are on Apple Podcast, leave me a, a rating and a review. I will great, like I will deeply appreciate that because I need to know how this is going, you know. And if I'm not hearing from you guys, then it's really hard to make changes and, and tweaks to actually better the podcast. So if you can, please go on and leave me a rating and a review. And until next time. Mm-hmm.